pension veterans, and everyone who's ready to change their lives. Welcome to the Christina Silva Show, educating our veterans live. Join your host, Marine Corps trained motivator, Christina Silva, as she connects with experts, innovators, and military heroes. Now, let's get started. Here is Christina Silva. Yeah. Thank you for listening again to another episode of the Christina Silva Show, where educating our veterans live is a community responsibility. And no man is an island. You have to build a team and have a tribe around you that cares about the cost of patriotism and also the responsibility of service before self and excellence in all we do. And each week with Creative Resiliency Solutions, it's my role and responsibility as a voice for the greater good, to provide you with live resources, live testimonials, and actually systems to make sure that when you look in the mirror, your frown is no more. So joining us this week is a very versatile guest that you can rely upon from inventions to intellect. Please welcome the creator of many toys you've played with as a kid, the one and only Mr. Derek Gable to the Christina Silva Show. Thank you, Christina. What a lovely uh, welcome. Nice to be here. Most definitely. There's so much to talk about in one hour, but since we've been working together for a few years, I really know how to structure an interview of the like to let our fans know that if they're in an infant stage with their dream or they've shelved their dreams of what they want to create, we always want to inspire them to be ready and resilient to resurrect, regroup, reform, and refocus so that they can become the purpose they're meant to be on the planet. So when I served in the military and I look back on my accomplishments, which I did this afternoon, I'm exactly the person that was awarded a meritorious mast, a top producer's assistant, a round-the-clock worker, a smile always on my face, organized, administrative, meticulous, articulate. I'm still that person today, right, Mr. Gable? Absolutely. You're the best. Very inspiring. Took me 30 years to get here. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. And as our expert today, sometimes we have to elect mentors in different categories, whether it be financial for our business plans when we are in the military, aspiring towards a new goal of entrepreneurialism, or whether we're going to a pitch meeting to make sure our ideas can be invested upon with a return or we're just trying to find out our purpose because we're either depressed or we don't know which way to turn in a crossroads. And that comes to Derek Gable's system about PI. What does the acronym PI mean to you, Mr. Gable? Uh, PI stands for positive interactive energy. And that is one of the things that will make the world a better place and make individuals better and happier And it affects everybody that you deal with. And it's been put to the test. I'm a pragmatist. These things have to work. This isn't theory. This isn't something I read in a book. This is something we came up with, with a team of of kids that I work with, have been put to the test and has changed lives. Thank you for sharing. And you say with such conviction that PI is something every individual on the planet can utilize as a system to rise above whatever they're feeling in any moment of the day. And every branch of the military, department of the Navy, the Marine Corps, the Air Force, Space Force, our Army, Coast Guard, and our amazing dependents and their families can rise up with PI. And they have systems in place like the Total Comprehensive Airman Fitness Plan. The Marine Corps has a boot camp 
called Back in the Saddle, and we rely upon those domains and tenets of spiritual, physical, mental, and social resilience. It's just like pie for civilians. But now, today, let's give the military the civilian take on positive interactive energy in just eight steps. Take it away, Mr. Gable. Okay, so the whole idea of Pi um, came from a class I used to run called Young Entrepreneurs Academy. Um, hopefully, we'll be doing it again, where we take young people through the whole process of putting their own company together. Um, one of the things that I emphasized in this, or the main thing I emphasized, is the importance of people skills and confidence. Um, and that would go particularly for the people in, in the military that have, are transitioning into a different world for them. And so what I, I, I value you guys so much. Um, we have nothing without you. Um, God bless you. Um, and I wish people would appreciate you as much as I do because um, you are so important. And then when you leave the military, then you're going into a civilian life and you're kind of starting over and it's tough. The pie is a way of developing those people skills and, and confidence that will allow you to get the best out of your life. And really what happened was um, I was talking, uh, when I talk to people, when the kids I work with, I, I tell them right off the bat, I'm not a teacher and you're not students. We're a team. We're going to figure out where it is you want to get to. And between us, we're going to come up with the best, most creative ways that have ever been imagined to get you there. These are things that would have never been tried before. And the pie came out of that when I was talking to them about making sure that they let me know um, that, that I was doing a good job and letting me know that they were learning something. Because I said to them, if you don't do that, why would I do it next year for another bunch of kids? And they did it. And what happened during that process was they transformed. And that's where I realized what was happening was positive interactive energy. When you do that, you change. You change for the better. Everybody you deal with changes for the better. And so what I did, I came up with eight steps. They're not really steps. They're things to do. And if you do them enough, I can guarantee you will change for the better. You will be happier. You will be more confident. You will get, achieve more. And you will be, make the world a better place. Everybody you interact with will be happier and better for it. Um, and we've been doing it now for like four or five years. So I know what I'm talking about. So the first thing to do is people don't appreciate the importance of their face. Your face is the first communication you have with other people, whether you talk to people or not. You can look around a room of people and you judge them on their face. Some of them you say, absolutely, I would go up and talk to that person in a heartbeat. I know they'll be receptive. I know they'll be fine. Others, on the other hand, you think, there's no way I'm going to talk to them. They look so mean and horrible. Those people, including you, don't know what your face is saying. So what I recommend is you get up in the morning and you look in the mirror and you ask yourself this question. Would I want to talk to that person? And if the answer is no, well, practice changing your expression until one day you look in the mirror and say, yes, I would. That's a happy, welcoming face. I think of um, a face, in fact, I made, a, made up something I can share with Christina. She'll get a kick out of it. Um, seeing this is radio, you won't be sit over to see it. 
But I think of the, your face as a door. And when you open that door, is it welcoming and open? <laughs> or is it closed and forbidding? And that is so important on how people are going to react to you in the world. And when you've got a face that's welcome and opening, and I can tell you, this is something that works for any age. This isn't just something that you do with young people. I've got an 83-year-old friend who literally said it's changed his life. He had no idea what his face was saying. And he said, no way would I want to talk to that person. So he's changed it. The second thing about the pie is that people don't realize that happiness is a decision. Happiness isn't something that people do to you. No matter what the situation is, you have the power. You have the power to decide to be happy. So be happy. And that when you are happy, it affects everybody around you. Every, it makes every, you know there's people you can't wait to talk to because they make you feel good. There's others when you see them coming, you hide. Don't be one of the ones where people hide. Be somebody who's happy and, and people want to be around you. That's another thing that will open all kinds of doors for you. Um, number three, this for young people, and most of you people will be young who's listening to this, I'm sure. Don't forget that technology was, was you know, originally developed to work for you. Today, you are working for your technology. Every time you touch that stupid phone, somebody makes money. And they have made it so that you're addicted to it. You can't put it down. You can't touch it. You can't do without it. In fact, I have a, I have a thing that I do. Whenever I see somebody on their phone out, I always say, excuse me, I have a one question a, a questionnaire for you. And they look at me funny. And then I say, if you couldn't use that for one day, would you die? I think it's 84% say yes. Tell, and right, I mean, they're, jo they're joking, of course. However... It tells you a lot about what's going on. That device was not designed for your benefit. It was designed for theirs. They make money when you play with it. It's like cigarettes. They've made it addictive, and you are the victims. Get over it. Get yourself off it. Talk to people. Phone people on the phone. Talk to people in person. Put it away. If you want to know how important it is, when you go out with your friends for dinner, everybody puts their phone on the table. The first person that touches their phone before the bill comes pays the bill. You'll find out how important it really is to you. Your friends and your relationships are more important than your silly phone. That's another one. Here's another one. Happiness is proportional to gratitude. You cannot be happy if you're not grateful. Nobody has everything. But be grateful for what you do have and you will be happy. Some of the happiest people in the world are some of the poorest people in the world because they are grateful for what they do have. And some of the most unhappy people, including millions and millions of Americans who have so much, are so miserable because they're not grateful for what they have. They're, they're, they're fed up because their free telephone is two years out of date. That isn't that you... You've got to realize that you will not be happy and or successful if you're not grateful. So that's another one. A, another one is, which you'll find interesting, but it's very, very significant if you want to develop 
your people skills and your confidence. If you want to take your confidence to a level where you can get every opportunity that comes your way, okay, talk to people you don't know. Every single day, go out of your way to talk to people you don't know. And you'll get more and more comfortable with it and more and more doors will open for you. And every time there's an opportunity, you will be able to grab it. You won't be sitting there waiting, oh, I'm too shy or whatever, and somebody else takes it. Okay, another one is don't be grumpy. Be nice. How many people walk around being grumpy? Get some nowhere. Forget it. Forget it. And also, don't judge people by their warts. I mean, everybody has warts, right? Everybody has warts, except for my wife. She's perfect. But (laughs) people go around looking for little things that are wrong with somebody. Instead of looking the big picture and say, this is a lovely person. Okay, I don't like the way they do this. All you talk about is what the thing you don't like. Forget it. Start looking at the big picture. Look for the beauty. I don't know if I hit all eight, but I hit a bunch of them. You start doing that. These are words. You have to do it before you can feel it. Don't take these words for granted. Make every single person who's listening to me, make a commitment to yourself right now. And don't use the word, oh, I'll try that. Because when you say I'll try that, it means I won't. Say, I will do that. And if it works, great. And if it doesn't work, I've lost nothing. But I guarantee it does work. And I can tell a jillion stories that will blow your mind as to how it transformed people's lives. That was the short version, Christina. <laughs> is amazing to hear, Mr. Gable. Well, America, we have had a long-form infusion of creative resiliency solutions with Mr. Derek Gable. His accomplishments range from the reason why he was born in England to come to America and create some of the greatest inventions on the planet, from jet engines to projectors to robotic manufacturing and chocolate-making machines, hence Willy Waka. Willie Awanka, that is, and Mr. Gable knows how to not only drive them, but to play with Hot Wheels. Right, Mr. Gable? Absolutely. I was um, totally blessed. And here's another thing that I think people should focus on. Today, there's this obsession with the importance of education and going to Harvard. It's absolutely rubbish. The way to think of life is to find out who you are. What's your passion? You know, getting to Harvard is a stepping stone, maybe, to somewhere. It is not the end destiny. The destiny in life is to find out who you are and live a good, healthy, a nice, kind life, doing what you're supposed to do and being grateful to live in the best country in the whole wide world to be able to express that. And every time you do that, the stronger you get, the happier you get. And it's not all about making a billion dollars. Money is not the answer. The answer is living the lifestyle that you would like to live in a positive, kind, positive way. So that when you look back on your life, you say, I use my time well. I didn't do things I shouldn't have done. And I didn't and I didn't not do a lot of the things I wish I'd done. And that's what you get aimed for. And you do that when you're young. So you guys now are are, are going out into the world. And you're going to start your lives now. Think, Find out who you are. Before you waste a lot of money, maybe getting another education or something, find out who you are in your heart. What should you be doing? Talk to people. Well, as aptitude tests, sometimes they work. 
you put in all of the things you love and all of the things you're good at, and they'll tell you which careers meet those needs. Okay, and then what you do is you talk to people who do those jobs. You and you ask them, "What do you like about what you do?" See if it's a match. Before you rush off and get an education, like so many kids do, and you what they waste so much money going in the wrong direction. Take your time to do it properly, but never be lazy while you're doing it. Always pay your way, because once you sort of get lazy and live off other people, then all the joy come goes away from life.、Um, recently. I came up with a formula for success and happiness, and I always come up with things that are a little bit weird to make you think, because otherwise, people you don't think about it. So this is my formula for success and happiness: two toods and one meant. Two toods and one meant.、Hmm. Now, what's the first tood? The first tood is the most important, and we talked about it. Gratitude, gratitude. If you're grateful, the second one is a positive attitude. Gratitude, a positive attitude. You put that together with the meant, which is achievement. Those three, I will ninety nine point nine nine percent guarantee. If you're grateful, you have a positive attitude, and you achieve something. You will be happy, and you will be sex- successful, and you will make the world a better place to be. Wow! It's time for a piece of pie because we have the answer today with our author, inventor, speaker, motivator, Derek Gable on the Christina Silva Show. With a good sense of gratitude, a great positive attitude, and. Our meant achievement. We can do anything, and if you have dreams, all you have to do is. Take a look at a person that you admire that has accomplished a dream similar to yours, and if you have an invention, ask for help. So let's hear from Mr. Derek Gable about one of his favorite inventions in real estate and one in your child's toy box. What about、hmm. that, Mr. Gable? Okay, so、um, when I, when I was at Mattel, I was there for sixteen years. I was involved with、um, all kinds of stuff, from Hot Wheels to Barbie. And one of the things that was the most significant in terms of money、um, and actually effect,、um, which some I, I imagine the, your audience is maybe young, and some of them might know what this is, and some won't, but their their dads will, and that is Master of the Universe and He Man. Well, can't show anything because we're, we're we are looking at each other, but they're not.、Um, he Man. If you're not sure what Master of the Universe is. There is a Netflix video movie,、um, and it's called "The Toys That Made Us," and there's I think six of them now, and I'm in a t- couple of them. One is the Master of the Universe. Master of the Universe was huge. It was the only toy that's ever become feature-length movies and animation. It's made four billion dollars for Mattel. Four billion dollars. When I was at Mattel, I was very instrumental in starting that with my team. So that was probably the biggest thing I did in the toy industry.、Um, when I left Mattel,、um, I invented the the first recording real estate key safe.、Um, and most people who've bought a house or know anything about real estate know that you hang a box on the door, which has the house key on it. And it allows a real estate agent, if there's nobody home, to go in and show the property. 
And when I first came up with that, there was the only one that they had was what was called a common key, which meant that every real estate person had the same key to open it, which was obviously a nightmare from a security point of view, because if you lost your key, anybody who found it could open those houses and get into it without any trouble. And real estate people could steal from houses because nobody knew they were there. So what I came up with was a key safe that actually records the fact that the person went in the property. So what was special about it was I did it at a time before electronics. So it has no batteries and no electronics in it. It's totally mechanical. Um, it's basically a mechanical versateller. Um, and it, and it, it perforates a mylar film with a binary code that allows you to know who went into the property. Um, and it has enough recording capacity without being um, redone for 35 years. So um, I had a company. I put a company together um, and we had 80 percent of the real estate lockbox business for 15 years. So that was an amazing adventure. That's incredible, Mr. Gable. You have everything that makes me know you're a great mentor to the Christina Silva Show. Being a broker in two states and a broker across the federal GSA, I love to offer products that are innovative and that promote good health to our military troops. It's been such an honor working with our APHIS Exchange Services and also as a California Realtor and now Nevada Realtor as well. Um, we're moving in to show that anything you invent needs to be protected, but you can also turn your intangible assets like pi, positive interactive energy, into assets to share with the world as well. And you have another interesting project that was picked up by Netflix. It's called The Toys That Made Us. Share a little more. Yeah, The Toys That Made Us is a series of um, vi- you know, a documentary movies, actually, that t- told the story between uh, behind the biggest toy inventions ever. Um, There's one that focuses on the Barbie doll. Um, I personally was at Mattel with the founders of Mattel. Um, People don't realize that Mattel stands for Matt and Elliot. Matt, Elliot, Mattel. The Elliot was a very close personal friend of mine. He was married to a, a woman called Ruth. They're both called Handler, Elliot Handler, Ruth Handler. They founded Mattel. They bought out Matt I think for like $10,000 because he didn't want to do toys. Wasn't necessarily the best decision he ever made, I think. (laughs) But but those two people were literally geniuses. Ruth Handler came up with the idea of Barbie. More people in the world know the name Barbie than any other name. Any prince, king, president, more people know the name Barbie. Barbie. And then Elliot, her husband, came up with Hot Wheels. And between them, those are the two biggest icons. Maybe in, forget toys, maybe in any field, they own more part of their business than any other, you know, two, two products. Um, so it was pretty amazing what they did. And, and that was a wonderful, you know, time to be in the toy industry because they were so creative and it was so much fun. And I learned so much from being there. It was so inspirational, and um, anybody who, who was there at that time feels the same way. In fact, I, I put on a reunion 2015. Um, I thought there would be just about 15 people that worked for me in my group. 220 people showed up 
from the 60s and 70s. Not from today, from the 60s and 70s. They came from all over the world to be, to be part of that because they were so excited to remember the joy of working at Mattel at that time. Incredible, incredible. 17 years of greatness. And we are pulling out meta tags and brand memories that we can all relate to because we're creating an even playing field for you to learn from my mentor and from your creator, inventor, and motivator, Derek Gable, today's special guest. He quotes and says, Upping your fun quotient means pie, positive interactive energy. Whatever you surround yourself with is what you will be. So if you concentrate on looking at yourself in the mirror and professing affirmations and finding out what your talents are, according to Derek Gable's guarantee, you will find change. And it's amazing to do the open door policy where you can put a frame in your room, look at your face and say, would I want to talk to myself? I've done it. And that's how I met Mr. Gable. So I'm so grateful today to have Mr. Gable on the show, educating our veterans live for the third time to reprofess pie. And over the last five years, I would like Mr. Gable to share with us how he first started passing out the invention of an intangible asset that changes lives on about a quarter of an eight and a half by 11 handwritten and typed page. Share with (laughs) us even more, Mr. Gable. (laughs) <laughs> that is absolutely true. I'm, um, there's two kinds of people in business, particularly. There are the suits, the suits of the business people. And then the other people are the freaks. Now, I'm, I'm a little of each. I'm 90% freak, and I love it. The freaks are the creative people. Um, there's, there's a book that tells a lot of insight that I think I would like to share with people. It's an old, old book. It's been around forever, but it gives you an insight to many things. It's called I'm Okay, You're Okay. And, it's, and, the, and the subject matter is transactional analysis. And the reason I mention this is it because it gives you a way of communicating with people and understanding the communication and why it's working or why it isn't working. The reason I mention it is because it talks about three ego states. Every person has three ego states, three different people within them. And you, you, if you're thinking about this, the people who are listening to this, they will be able to see themselves and they will be able to say which of them is dominant and which is which. The first ego state is your child. All of the creativity, all of the spontaneity, all of the emotions pretty much come from your child. Then there's a parent. The parent in you is the one that says things like, you must, you shouldn't, you shall, you won't, you will. Tells you what you're supposed to be doing, at least in their eyes. The third one, which is one that more and more people have got to learn about because they don't learn it and they don't teach anything about it in school. And that is the is the grown-up, the adult. And the adult is the one that can think critically and make decisions based on the facts, based decisions, decisions not on how you darn well feel, which is rubbish, because let's be honest about it, the only person that thinks it feels, worries about your feelings are your parents and your family and your friends. The other feelings, you, don't, you can't be involved with everybody's feelings in the universe, 
But what you can be involved with is what happens. That what what happens. That is profound, so profound for the first half of Perpetuating Pi, Positive Interactive Energy by Derek Gable. We're going to learn so much more about how to start with Pi in your life, how to get your inventions discovered, how to add mentors into your life, how to be well-traveled to attract the persons you need in your tribe, and also how to stay positive. We're going to take a short break, and we'll come back to learn more about the world travels and experiences through the YAY program with Derek Gable and the Palace Verdes Rotary right after this. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Paco's Tacos and Grill is conveniently located adjacent to the Strip in Nellis Air Force Base. Paco's Tacos and Grill's specialties are in catering for your next event. Choose Paco's Tacos and Grill at 3438 East Sahara Avenue, Suite 185 in Las Vegas. Burritos, tacos, platters, and more. Ask for Paco and dial 702-654-3193. That's 702-654-3193. Join our call to action and meet CRS, your host of the Christina Silva Show. Educating our veterans live is a community responsibility, and we'd like to thank our sponsors for their dedication and compassion for U.S. military troops and their families. Educating our veterans live with CRS, the founder of Cami's Two Civvies, mental health awareness, housing, employment, and higher education resources to the forefront. Tune in to the Christina Silva Show on the Voice America Variety Channel. We transform, adapt, and overcome from Cami's Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You're listening to The Christina Silva Show, educating our veterans live. If you'd like to call in during our live show, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. For more information about the show, email crsprods at gmail.com. That's crsprods at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. We are so happy to have Derek Gable for the second half of the show to give you the actual way to have the power of pi perpetuating in your life and also learning how to use your journal to write down your dreams so that you can start to see progress toward your inventions. Let's ask about how to protect our ideas, how to baby our ideas, and to identify which eco state our mind should be in as we take the pathway to make our dreams manifest into products. So we left off where the three ego states we all possess, along with the ability to execute positive interactive energy, which are the childlike state, the parental state, and the state of adulthood. And we're using this analogy for what we want to create. So Mr. Gable, let's take a look at some of the journals you may have written and used while you were developing the real estate mechanical key over the years. Um, That's interesting because... um 
that story goes back to my Mattel days and deciding <clears throat> one time I really thought I could be president of Mattel because I was doing so well and I went up the food chain so quickly. Um, and then Mattel went from being a product driven company to a marketing driven company. Um, and I knew that that point in time that I wasn't going to ever be president. So I said to myself, in fact, this is another piece of advice for, for people. Um, if you're in a job or somewhere that you don't particularly like, don't just quit and go and look for something else. When I was at Mattel at this point in time, I was trying to, Mattel was changing and I tried to change it, but I couldn't change it. I was very frustrated because I went from having the best, um, happiest job in the world and I was coming home. I was tired because I was exhausted. I'd go to bed early and I had three children and a wife at home looking after them had a lot of responsibilities, like many of the people on this call. And one day I came home and I said, Pam, which is my wife, I said, I'm not going to work for Mattel anymore. And she almost flipped out. She said, well, what about the kids? What about the house? I said, no, no, no. Mattel is going to work for me. And she said, what do you mean? I said, what do I need from Mattel? I need my salary. I need the fringe benefits, the health care. I don't need all of the aggravation. So I'm going to go to work and I'm going to do my job without the emotion part of it. And I'm going to come home and I'm going to invent the rest of my life. So that's what I did. It completely changed me. I had so much more energy. I came home and I started thinking about ideas. Now, if you're an ideas person, here's how you do it. It's got, if you're a lot of these people I'm talking to, I'm sure have families and children. So at night, pick a day of the week, have invention night. And everybody comes to the table with their ideas that they've had during the week. And you discuss them and you scribble some notes on them. You don't have to do it in detail, but you just come up with the ideas and you put them in. And you can have three envelopes. One says A on it. One says B and one says C. And you put them all in the A envelope. The next week when you meet, you get them all out and you look at them again. And you discuss them and you may be putting some new ones in. Then you look at them, you say, wow, that was such a dumb idea. I can't believe I had that idea. And you put it in the C envelope and you never see it again. <laughs> some of them are still really good. And you put them back in the A envelope and you try to improve on them with your, your hour or two hours, whatever you do. Then there's some of them that are good, but they have some problems. And you put those in the B envelope. Now, over time... Certain ideas stay in the A envelope, and those are the ones that you focus your energy and your t time on. And that's where the real estate block box came up from. It came, I came up with it when I was on holiday with the kids, and it stayed in that envelope, and I said, we've got to do it. Precisely. And that was before computers and before cell phones. It's very important. My mama taught me to write it down and make it plain. Science without religion is futile and religion without science is dead. We've got to learn to go back to the old values of creating our inventions. I'm a living sacrifice to myself on trying to make my dreams come true. And I've literally put together three lanes of professional services that would never normally ever coagulate. Real estate, multimedia, and charity. Two huge parts of my businesses don't commingle because they're so different, but charity is a business. So in the end, you want to 
Do what makes you happy. And mine is giving. But you have to make a living on speaking in the media to promote real estate. And you also have to do that to auction off items for charity to help the troops. So it may have taken 30 years, but in order to be successful, you have to have hope and you have to use pie, positive, interactive energy. And once you learn to save well, then you can roll out certain parts of your plan at the right stage and at the right moment. Mr. Gable, tell us a little bit about the definition of YAY as an acronym and what it means when our youth of today's age with the digital age create a proper business plan. Where can they go for help? Okay, well, I got involved with YAY, which is Y-E-A, and Y-E-A stands for Young Entrepreneurs Academy. It is actually a national program um, and there are parts of it all, in all over the country. And it's usually sponsored by the Chamber of Commerce. And what it is, is a four-month program for kids in that particular area. Um, and the youngest is usually about 13 years old, up to whatever college level you want. You know, we've had 13 to 20-year-olds in the same group. I, I don't want to call it a class because it, I call it an adventure I think once you start using the word class, it gets boring. It starts feeling like school and they've had enough of school. And, and, and school is just a formula that the same thing is drummed over and over and over. And it doesn't necessarily get you where you want to get. Now, the yay program is totally different because these kids are, and you only have kids there who want to be there. If the parent thinks it's a good idea. We don't have them. We don't accept them that the parents trying to get them in. It has to be the kid's idea because what they're going to do for four months, every Tuesday for three hours a night on a Tuesday night after school, after their homework, after their sports, they spend with us and we go through the whole process of putting a company together from the idea of coming up with the idea, which can be a product, it can be a service or it can be a charity. And then once they've established that, we teach them how to put a business plan together, just like a, in the real world. Then we teach them about marketing. Then we teach them about market research. Then we teach them about product development. How do you make prototypes? Then we teach them about how to make a, a powerful presentation, which I think is one of the most important things because people think of a presentation as getting up onto a stage and, and talking about something. What you've got to realize is that every single time you're out outside your home and you're talking to people, you are presenting. You're presenting yourself. And how are they receiving you? Are they receiving you positively? Do they want you to succeed? And I tell you, you know, and it's it's. I think it's way more important than getting straight A's to be able to present yourself well and to be able to connect with people and have good and be inspiring, and have people want to work with you, than just having grades because the nobody ever asks you what grades you got when they try to hire you for a job. They want to know what you're doing and what your energy level is and what you like. Um, and so these are the things that I think are essential. Because I get off track pretty easily. You ask me one question, I answer it somewhat differently, I know. 
It's so amazing, though, because the energy from your voice is magnetic. It's part of Pi. You truly have transformed the airwaves with positive interactive energy. And I'm so uh, grateful that I can follow the storyline because really all in the segment that we're trying to prove to anyone listening is that traditional education is great and continuing education, especially for our military, is an earned benefit that you want to take advantage of. But a lot of us are freaks. We're creative. And we, when we're in our camis to our civvies, there are so many ideas from the skills that we learn that can truly transform, help us adapt and overcome and become inventors, authors, creators, speakers, and mentors to our youth so we can empower one another. And if we don't do that, then we die because we all have a purpose. So by these examples, we want you to always take breaks and know that your inventions take mental fortitude, physical ability, social awareness, and spiritual readiness. And then you can do it. There's score.org for the military. It's a great resource. So is sba.gov and the va.gov has a plethora of resources as you are serving, when you plan to separate from the military, and certainly when you get out, you can contact the Christina Silva Show to learn more about where to find Mr. Gable. Because when you serve, when you get out and retire, you definitely need to go on a cruise around the world or use your space a travel benefit. <coughs> Mr. Gable has a famous face, an incredibly contagious laugh, a great way of teaching us how to rise up and be motivated. And he's heard on ships afloat all around the world. Share with us, Mr. Gable, some of your favorite destination places that you've sailed. Um, well, that's a good one. Yeah, I basically, I get free cruises all over the world talking about this kind of stuff. Um, and People have to be enjoying it. It's entertainment. So I have to make it fun. It's all about if they if it's not fun, you know, why would people come and listen? And so I had to come up with some ways of getting people to want to come and listen to me. So I came up with the idea of calling me the first talk that I give, the wonderful, wacky world of an inventor. I bet I've invented something you've used. Come and find out. And I get usually 100, 200 people show up. And then once they're there, I can get them to come over and over and bring their friends because we can make it fun. But it all started. See, this is what I want you guys to do. I want you to take, to have the confidence to look for the opportunities in life. Um, plan, your planning and acting is way more important than drifting and hoping. Too many people drift and hope. But if you want to get somewhere, you have to make a plan to get there. And, and before that, you have to know where you're trying to go. Too many people are so busy doing stuff, they don't know what they're trying to get to. They don't know where their, their goal is. So stop and look at your life and think about it. Ten years from now, what would I like to be? Where would I like to be? Take the time to do it. And if you have families, get together and discuss it. Make sure it works with your spouse or your other and your children. Make sure it's comfortable for them. And then when you've got a goal, then you can start putting the pieces together and the steps of the journey to get you to where you want to go. And that will make all the difference in the world. When you are motivated to get somewhere, you will definitely have much more of a chance to get there than if you're just thrashing around in the weeds. And so taking the time to figure out who you are and what you want to do, you do it with the important people in your life. You don't do it on your own because it may not match their 
needs and you have something that everybody's motivated to be part of. Um, and if, if it happens to be a, a business that you want to do yourself, well, there's a, a structure of a way to do that. One of the things that, um, for, as far as inventing is concerned, a lot of people just invent things and then they try to find a home for it. If you want to be successful, the best thing is to do is to start with the marketplace. Where's the need? I, did, I wasn't sitting around and said, oh, I'm going to come up with a recording lockbox for the real estate. I knew there was a need. I knew that this, this um, real estate business had a real problem. And I solved the problem. So if, if you can look for problems and solve the problems, it's much better to do that than it is to come up with something in isolation and then try to figure out a way to get it into the marketplace. So if you're, if you're creative, you're a problem solver. I always think of every problem as an opportunity, regardless of whether it's for a problem with a product. I've helped people with their divorces. I've, anything, any problem to me is fascinating. And I think a lot of people are that way too. So, and be excited about the opportunity. Be excited the fact that people like myself come from all over the world, all over the world, whatever country, to get part of this opportunity. Be grateful that you're here already and you have that opportunity. And, and I know, actually, you know something, I bet almost everybody I'm talking to is grateful because of what you do. You do not serve and you not do not put your life and your family on the, in jeopardy because, unless you love your country and you believe in what I'm talking about. So God bless you because more people have to be you know, that grateful for us to survive. And thank you for, you, for what you do. You're very welcome, Mr. Gable. This is an incredible show. We hope that you're really receiving and being awakened by Creative Resiliency Solutions. This is done conversationally. We have a calm environment. And when you're creating, you just want to write down your thoughts and noodle them out as loosely as you can. And things will start to shape up when you employ other resources into your world, such as free resources on base or online tryscore.org. And now we're going to talk about the Rotary. Volunteering helps you to meet so many people and networking when you have your idea confidentially in your own head and you've shared it with one of your teammates that you can trust, maybe a comrade, keep it safe, but get around a good audience of volunteers because charitable persons surround themselves with others that love our troops or love dogs or maybe gardening. And there are so many foundations that you can get involved in that will spark up the natural purpose in you. So the Rotary is a very special place that I'm a part of. I'm part of the El Segundo Rotary um, and we donate and take part in El Segundo with our Rotary events. And we have networking night, we have potlucks, we have a bunch of different professions, we promote one another, and we learn about the regulations and the purpose of what the Rotary mission is. And that's to have great community and to give back as business persons to e-commerce and now promoting business. So why the Rotary for all these years, Mr. Gable? Well, I actually haven't been involved with the Rotary per se, although I've given presentations to them. In fact, yesterday I was up at the, um, up at, uh, what's it called, um, Pacific Palisades talking to the Rotary. Mm, <laughs> but I've made a lot of presentations to local Rotaries. Um, personally, I've been involved with Kiwanis, 
um, I was president of Kiwanis for a long time. Um, but with the, you know, with the Rotary, the Rotary has a business um, aspect to it too. And the fact that I've been sort of self, since I was 32, I basically called my own shots. Um, and wow. so I haven't really needed to, I, I make my own network. I don't need to sort of make a network. But um, with the, with the, the Rotary is a great organization and it has, as you say, many aspects of it. It's very supportive and stuff. And it also is charitable, Look at doing a lot of good. Um, so is Kiwanis. It's similar, but not so business-oriented, focusing totally on children, really. Yes, it um, does. Yeah. And but, the greatest hot dogs uh, and hamburgers at the Kiwanis Barbecue in Huntington Beach, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, the, all these organizations are good. One of the things I'm very keen on doing is is thinking about when you're talking about charity, making sure that whatever it is you're doing is achieving the end goal that you claim to be wanting to achieve. Very often, charity isn't doing that. What it is, is making the people who are giving the money or whatever feel good. But in many ways, they're perpetuating the problem they think or they say they're trying to solve. And I won't do that. to, to give you an example, and this is this is good because it does involve the military, and I'm very, very happy about that. But we had a project called Project Shoe, where we gave shoes to the kids in the projects where to go back to school when I first joined the Kiwanis. Okay, and I think about it for a while, and then I said, look, th- we can we can do something with this that's way more meaningful because all we're really doing right now is having kids think that if they want a pair of shoes or something, they put their hand out and somebody puts a pair of shoes in their hand. I said, why don't we make this way more than that? So instead of um, giving them just a pair of shoes, we used to go to, you know, 100 kids would show up. We give them shoes and they jump in the bus and go. So I said, we give them the shoes and we actually give them some other things too. We give them some food, give them a knapsack with some school supplies and stuff. And then they're about to get on the bus. And I say, stop. I said, I, I'm going to give you the gift now. And they all look at me funny. These are six, five, six-year-old little kids. I say, I want you all to sit down on this, outside this Payless shoe store. And I'm going to give you the gift. And they look at me funny. I, and then I ask them a question. Where did these shoes come from? And they all put their hands up. They all know it came. Oh, Payless shoes. I say, that's right. I said, who paid for the shoes? And there's a sit, a quiet, blank expressions on this kid's faces. I said, see these people standing behind you? They paid for your shoes and they got other people to help them to pay for these shoes so you can go back to school. And I said, where do you think they got the money from? And I leave it hanging there for a while. Then I say, they worked. These people worked so that they could not only pay for their groceries and their families, they save some up so they can buy you shoes to go back to school. And I said, now I'm going to do something special. I'm going to make these shoes the best shoes you've ever had because you're going to pay for them. And the little kid's eyes get as big as saucers. And then I say, don't worry. I said, and we, we hand out these little pieces of paper and a pencil, and it says, for my shoes... I will do a chore for, and I say, you have to fill in who you're going to do the chore for. Then you have to fill in what chore you're going to do. 
and then you sign your name. I said, now you've made a pledge. That, that was the most important thing. And then when you've done that job, you on the turn this piece of paper over and it says um, certificate of accomplishment. And you have your mom or whoever you did that chore for sign the bottom of it to say you did the chore and you put it on your wall in your bedroom. Every time you put those shoes on, you know that you paid for those shoes and they'll be the most exciting shoes you ever had. That's important to come up with things where they pay back. Well, America, your toolbox is full from Derek Gable's intangible asset, pi, p.i.e. Positive interactive energy. We learned today about gratitude, attitude, and achievement. And now we know that accountability and a signature on your future belongs to you. So decide to write down your visions and make them plain. Take a look at some of Mr. Gable's uh, inventions on Mattel's website. You can Google and listen to the show over and over again on Voice America. Dot com, the Christina Silva Show, and we'll be back next week with another live show and recap. Because kids understanding deployment operations is the same way kids understand when donations are made in the form of shoes. There's gratitude. And have you thanked a veteran today? Well, you can do it by continuing to listen to Educating Our Veterans Live each and every week. Mr. Gable, the challenge is for you to come back and visit us in September, October timeframe, live again at Fort MacArthur's Kudos to Empower the Children Live with maybe a Nerf ball or a Barbie or two. Would you accept? I certainly will. Be happy to do it. Thank you so much. You're a, you're a very inspirational, wonderful lady. Thank you, Mr. Gable. And this is a wrap of the Christina Silva Show Wednesdays live at 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Variety Channel. To all our sponsors and listeners, we adore you. And to our troops, may God bless America and bring you safely home for another round of peace, love, and happiness. Be safe. Thank you for tuning in this week to the Christina Silva Show. Be sure to check back for new episodes every Wednesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll see you soon and Semper Fi.